My name is Ryan Olson. I'm the owner of Peak Coaching for Success. I'm going to bring to you today our third video blog, and it's a topic that's very common in my field. I'm going to stick to the sports realm, um, but it's something that a lot of clients present to me um, and a very popular topic in sports psychology, especially. And that is work or what would be considered effort in our field and confidence or what I would call mental toughness. And you'll hear the word mental toughness thrown out a lot, especially at the professional level. And the reason because of that is at some point in time, whether you're playing in a recreational sport, middle school, um, high school, college, or professional, you will get to a point where your skill set is at its peak and it's been mastered because you've been doing it so long. But the problem is, is that you meet somebody at all these levels, no matter what it is, in individualized sport or individualized matchups. That's the exact same skill set as you. So the difference between you winning that individual battle or in that individual sport comes down to mental toughness. When I say work or effort, I'm referring to the preparation that you're putting in to be mentally tough and in that game for state, such as weight training, cardio, eating correctly. And then by mental toughness, I'm referring to the confidence that you have while you're in that actual game in that actual individual matchup how confident are you are that you are going to win that so how do these things go hand in hand you ask a lot of times i'll have something presented to me by a client and they'll say something like i've lost my mental toughness i've lost my my mental edge i've lost my confidence when in that situation that i used to have before and the first thing that i always say to that is there's a misconception that people have with themselves about the actual work they're putting in. So as a freshman, as a sophomore, as a junior, you hit the gym uh, consistently six, seven days a week, followed your weight training. You were clean, you were doing clean eating, um, you were ingesting exactly what needed to go to your body, and you were leaving out what should, doesn't belong in your body. You were getting in your you know, pulls if you're a baseball player, you were getting in your long runs if you needed stamina and you were doing cross-country events, um, or your, you know, nine-minute sprint jogs if you were in a, uh, to compete in something like a wrestling match, right? These are all individual matchups. So all these three years you're doing it, and all of a sudden you get to your senior year and you don't have the record that you expected. So, you know, a client will come to me and say, you know, I'm just not doing what I used to do, right? I'm not as successful as I used to be. And I'll automatically say, well, well what, what changed in your regimen, right? Are you still going to the gym? Are you still doing the cardio that you're supposed to do? Are you still eating correctly? Oh, uh, well, you know, I cut out cardio. So the correlation to that would be that when you get to the third period and you're telling me that you feel like you're gassed, are you actually gassed because you're skipping a couple nine-minute cardio sessions a week? Or are you mentally gassed because you now lost your mental toughness because that you know that this guy that's very successful that has an individual matchup with you now did that cardio did that uh eating regimen and did the weight regimen and the answer would be that that is the reason that you lost your mental toughness right you know in your mind that you didn't do the work that that person did so that while you may be the same skill level or possibly even better at that point in time you didn't put in the same amount of work that he did. So you're telling yourself mentally that you're going to have a struggle. It's going to be a struggle for you in the second and third period if this match, if this game gets grinded out because you're telling yourself that you're not that same skill set of that person anymore because you know deep down you didn't do the cardio. Same thing could be said for strength training. 
you know, you're telling yourself, I'm not going to be as strong now because this person probably did the weights and I know I didn't go to the weight room. Or I ate out and had fast food five times this week. And while I did make weight, I know that I didn't eat as well as this person because this person's been training. So you're mentally telling yourself because deep down, you know, you didn't put in the work, the effort to be mentally tough when you are presented with that situation. So I'm going to exchange three stories. One is a little bit about myself and two are about famous sports figures. To get my point across about the relation between effort and work and how that leads to confidence and mental toughness. So I know everyone knows that Emmett Smith, right? And he write this, wrote this biography and I read it. Um, and when online videos became prevalent, it was actually put online. So you could actually go YouTube it. Um, and this interview, you know, was actually proof to what they, you know, what was published in the autobiography because people didn't believe if it was actually true or not, right? So he wins the Super Bowl in 1993, and um, he rushed for like a touchdown and over 100 yards, I believe. And he had a few receptions for uh, it was minuscule, maybe 20 yards or so. And um, you know, after training camp and, and like a Super Bowl, you know, you would think that an NFL player is probably grinding for like eight, nine months, maybe even more, right? Every day. So media goes back in the locker room and, the, and they're walking around the locker room. And they're looking for Emmitt Smith and, and he's nowhere to be found. So there's an entrance to the locker room that's off the field, which is where most of the media um, people that have the credentials to do go. And then there was this back entrance. So this one media rep, uh, rep goes in from the back, walks past the weight room. And uh, he sees somebody on the bench press, benching weights with the lights off. Lo and behold, it's Emmett Smith, right? He's got 285 pounds in the bar and, you know, the lights are off. And uh, this media person goes in and she's like, he's like, what are you doing? And Emmett Smith said, you know what? I won the Super Bowl so I could rest now. And they actually made it a commercial, right? So he does two more. He does two reps, racks up the weight. Adds on 325, another for two seconds, another rep, two seconds, another rep, another two seconds, a rep, throws up about 12. So the media person says, are you done? And he says, listen, all men are created equal, but some work harder in the preseason. So basically what he's saying is that he's not willing to be outworked and he's not willing to rest that to such a degree that five minutes after the Super Bowl, he's in the gym, in the weight room of the Super Bowl ho you know, host, putting up bench press reps, okay? He's not willing to be broken down by someone the same skill set due to mental toughness because he's going to put in the work and effort, okay? Now, mixed feelings about Ray Lewis understandable. Um, I read his biography also. He's very motivational to me. He, I don't know, he's always stuck with me. He's somebody I listened to before all my games, you know, whether it's baseball, softball, or other sports I play just to stay in shape. Um, always was a go-to for me. Um, you know, I understand people despise him for what may have or may not have happened in Atlanta, but from a motivational standpoint, can, you know, let's think about the story in that, in that context. And um, he used to wanted to be beat by effort or work or have anybody mentally tougher than him that for five hours every single night he would get out a deck of cards and he would go through the deck of cards and do sit-ups for every single card he drew and then he would go back through the deck and do push-ups for every single card he drew and he did this throughout his entire high school career 
and his entire college career. And then later on, you could even, you know, another thing you could go on YouTube, he actually would do five or six training sessions a day, the entire offseason. Okay. Again, this is a person who's not willing to be outworked, not willing to have somebody put in more effort than him. And then when you get to those game situations, individual, individual matchups, you realize that there is nobody that could be mentally tougher than you. There's nobody that could be more confident than you. And these people that are going up against you that may have had a slip up at some point in time in one of the areas that you need to be mentally tough, they're going to lose that matchup. Okay. So lastly, to drive the point home about myself, um, after college, I was transitioning into playing baseball and recovering and going into men's slow pitch softball. And believe it or not, there's actually players that get paid to play men's slow pitch softball. And it used to be really, really competitive. I've been out of it for a few years, so uh, you know I'm not sure the competitive level now. Um, but um, I had a season that was semi-successful. Um, I played well. I put in very little effort. Um, you know, I would drink on the weekends, eat whatever. Um, didn't really practice all that much. I would play in just some weekly leagues just to stay fresh. And after the season was over, you know, I played well enough where I was getting calls from other teams to come play for them and step up a few levels. It has uh, levels from like A to E. Um, and I was going to move up three or four levels to the B from the teams that were calling. And, you know, I had told myself that, you know, I really wanted to be a better player and, and hone in um, on, you know, the, a skill set for slow pitch softball. Um, every day I had a friend named Vinny Soriano. Uh, he, he would hit me ground balls every day. Um, after work, I would drive home, I would commute, he'd hit me like 500 ground balls a day, and then I would take like 300 pitches of BP from him. And in the morning at 5 a.m., I'd wake up and I'd go do weight training, then I would go right to work. Um, and then after BP and ground balls, um, I would either run poles for baseball to, you know, stay in bases, run bases, sprint jogs, or, you know, based on my regimen from the guy that was doing weight training for me, you know, I would just go to the, back to the gym and walk on the treadmill. And my point to all of this is that when I did this all for seven months, when I got into the box, I literally would smile almost at the pitcher because I knew that we were at the same skill level and there was just no way he was getting at me out. Or on the field, I knew that there was just no way I was going to make an error because I've seen all the ground balls that could be hit to me before. And my point was, is that I've never been in that mental toughness state before. Um, that was always a problem for me. And it was always because I never really just put in the work to be su as successful as I could. Um, but when I got to that state, I just felt like I was unbeatable. And that's what mental toughness is. And that's why people put in the work and the effort to have that mental toughness, because everybody gets to the same skill level. I knew that pitcher was the same skill level as me, but I knew that I outworked him for that year. There was no doubt in my mind about it. And that's what mental toughness is. It's about having the confidence in the work that you've put in to be mentally tough. Now, there's certain instances for sure that, you know, you just have a bad day, have a bad tennis match, have a bad wrestling match, and you get beat, but it's not due to, due to effort. And those circumstances do mess with your mental toughness and confidence going forward. But there's other ways to address those and go around it. I'm strictly speaking in this video about mental toughness being broken due to lack of work and effort or due to lying to yourself about the work and effort you do. And then it comes up honestly when you get put into that game flow situation. But my point is, is that if you feel like you're losing individual matchups or if you have lost your mental toughness that you used to have, 
reevaluate what work and effort are you putting in? Are you putting in the max work that, and effort that you can to, to receive the exact same results? Or are you putting in half the work and effort, a third of the work and effort, or three quarters of the work and effort? And then in turn, when it gets to the time that you were in that game flow state to be mentally tough, you've lost that mental toughness due to the effort and work you've put in. Hope this was an informative video for you. Uh, like I said earlier, this is something that professionals strive for. It's a constant um, discussed topic in the field and a very common presented topic from clients. Um, having the mental edge, especially in professional sports, when you're at the same skill level and that is the difference between winning and losing or winning an individual battle. Um, and, but it does relate to all sports, no matter what level you play at. Um, being mentally tougher at a rec level with some of the same skill level as you is just as important as you know a professional level. Um, it doesn't matter how good or bad you are uh, or in terms of what level of sport you play because you know if you're the greatest at rec, um, you need to be mentally tougher than the other greatest person that's in that rec sport. So last thing, I would like to give a shout out to Sedulicious Performance. As many of you know, my brother Chad Olson is the strength conditioning specialist on there. Um, him and three other athletes that were put on the blog last week, uh, T. Mendoza, Talia Stillman, and Carmen Ramsey all competed in the 2018 Palm Beach Open this weekend in Florida. Peak coaching for success, success flew out for it. Um, they were all very successful qualifications and uh, personal records and everything. They all did a great job, so I just want to make sure that they got highlighted on video as they are in the article, articles that are being posted to our website, blog, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. Um, as topics like this come up um, that I feel are prevalent um, and should be discussed, uh, I will continue to make these um, as they come about. Thank you for turning, tuning in. If you liked it, uh, please subscribe or like the video, share it, um, and I uh, see you soon.